0: Hello and welcome to another podcast from BetfairTradingCommunity.com Obviously with me your host, ProTrader Martin Um, And today's topic, today's subject is time Uh, We know that time is such a key element for traders Uh, One of the biggest pieces of feedback we ever get from you guys is I just don't have enough time So what I'm going to do today, I'm going to go through a bit of my day Kind of go through my life, my experience of of time and trading, um, and talk about it because I believe that this will actually help you as a trader, um, even if you're completely new to trading. Kind of get an idea of how to find a time um, because if you've listened to some of my you know talks about this before. I've always said that I believe people can create time. I believe people can find the time if they really want to do it. Um, And I've used the arguments of, you know, if you're really into TV, watching TV and Netflix, if your favourite show comes on, you know, at the end of the day, Breaking Bad, right? In my opinion, the best television show ever made. If that, when that was being made... When it came out and, and towards the end, I was watching it week by week cause it was coming out weekly. I made time for that show. There was nothing that was going to stop me watching that show, right? There was nothing that was going to... So my kind of argument around this is always centred around the fact that if you really want to do something, you will find the time to do it. You know, I'm always amazed I've got a friend who lives up here with me in Wigan, fantastic bloke, plays tennis. He's an ex-footballer, he he was an ex semi-pro footballer, um and he started tennis a couple of years ago. And he's gone from basically not playing to being, you know, a first team player in in the main club here at Wigan. And uh, which is phenom which is a phenomenal rise for someone who didn't pick up the game until I think they're in their 40s. Um and what's always amazed me is how you know, he's got family, he's got, he's got a couple of kids, he runs his own business, uh, a gardening business, quite tough manual labour, you know, quite long hard working hours um, and he's always redeveloping his own house and things like that. Yet he finds so much time to dedicate to tennis that he's been able to become a really good tennis player um, just within a short space of time because he found that time. So, I'm going to go through it today. Um, you can probably think of some examples in your life. And what, what I really want to kind of focus this on is you. I really want this to be a learning experience for you as well, as well as me, because it, it helps me to do this and work these things out myself sometimes. But I really want the focus and the onus to be on you to go. Okay, I'm enjoying what I'm listening to, but how am I? How does that translate to my life? where are my differences or what are the similarities um can i work things out in a similar way so i'm gonna just start with my day and my day starts ridiculously early at 5 a.m every day when my little lad comes in my room i thought it was because of the light i thought it was because of the light that it's because it's kind of coming towards summer now when i'm recording this so I thought it was because of the light. And so I put like some really dark blinds in his room. It's made no difference. He's up at five every day. He comes in my room. I want a few more hours sleep, but, you know, I have to get up at that point. And he says to me, you know, I want to watch, I don't know, whole kegs or something on YouTube. You know, these these ridiculous things that four and five year olds love to watch on YouTube. But Whatever. I actually get up pretty early because of that. Now, that is actually a decent window of time for me between 5 a.m. and half eight when he leaves, when you know I have to take him to the nursery. That's three and a half hours of time where, okay, I have to get him ready to an extent, although obviously my wife would help. but But let's say I was on my own with him, single parent. I'd have to spend some of that time getting them ready, but you could clear that quite easily in an hour i've got a two and a half hour window there where I can do work if If I want to do work i've got a two and a half hour window now, okay, some of you are probably sitting there thinking, "My god, i'm never going to get up at five a m Well, a couple of things: wait till you have kids if you haven't already, and if you have, you'll totally understand this. Um, but you don't have to get up at 5 a.m. Let's say I got up at half six. Even with kids, I could get up at half six and still give myself a solid hour to do my morning research, to do my, to kind of plan my trades for the day. And and I think once you get into the flow of it and you've been doing it a while, you can do your research quite easily in an hour. Um, I, I do all my daily research within an hour. And, you know, I don't need two and a half hours to do the research. Now, sometimes we have got the extra time. I might spend another half hour just double checking everything. But really, you can get that all done in an hour. So even if you get up at like, like, say, half six, you've potentially, even if you work and you've got to go to work for nine, you've still potentially got the chance to get an hour's worth of research done now if you haven't got kids you could get up even later right so we're not necessarily talking about getting up at ridiculously out early hours but i'm just saying this is what my routine is and again i've got some time there early in the morning now obviously if you're working um you know shift patterns and things it's kind of different because you've got different shifts but you're still going to have hours in the day you're still going to have opportunities like i have to work at that certain period your period will just be a slightly different time of the day but let's say you have you've got a main job and you work you know nine to five uh, which obviously a lot less common these days let's be honest but let's say that's the case then actually there's not a lot of time um, between those hours right because when you're working, you're working. I wouldn't expect anyone who had a job, to trade uh, to do their trading research in their lunch break, right? Now it's possible that you could do that if you're quick. Maybe you have an hour's lunch break. I know most people tend to have half hour. I, I think the jobs I when I was working the jobs I did uh, were only really half an hour lunch break. Um, you know, which which I never really understood because I almost just thought, well, why bother having a lunch break? I might as well just go home half an hour early because there's no way I can go out and eat food somewhere and get back in half an hour I just it did always make me laugh you might as well just give like a a free 15 minute break as part of the day and and call that the lunch break and actually I just have a paid 15 minute break but anyway that was how I always felt about it and uh, I wouldn't expect anyone to be able to work through that period Um, but you know if you don't necessarily do all those hours now a lot of people don't work full full time anymore a lot of people do kind of do maybe 6 hours a day um 5 sometimes 4 um and if you're in that position and and it's by choice and you don't want to add more hours working hours from you know paid work from you know employers and things then you've got the opportunity to do a little bit of trading in between that time period but Let's say you've got that normal job. Well, for me, in my situation, obviously, I get back from taking my little lad to nursery. Um, So let's say I get back by about half nine. Then obviously, I've got that gap between half nine to when he gets back, when I go pick him up, about half two. That gap I have for work um, and trading. So. You know, if there's horse racing, cricket and tennis on. I'll have a look at those. Um, but then again, I do a lot of football and, and a lot of the football trading is is going to be in the evenings, um, which, again, kind of works for people who've got a job because you're not going to you're not actually going to miss out on a lot of football trades in the hours you're actually working. If you've got a if you've got a nine to five job and you don't work weekends, um, like I say, it's it's becoming a lot less common now. But you will find that you do have a little bit of time in the evenings. So, and luckily, the football's not on when you're at work. Because if it was, you wouldn't be able to trade the football. Um, so, let's say, let, let's so let's shut off those hours. So, till will have to. Then, then, obviously, I pick up my little lad. I have him for a bit in the afternoon, evening. And I tend to put him to bed around 6, 7pm. Uh, now, let's 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 imagine you are a football trader at this juncture i've done my research for the day okay it doesn't actually really matter what sport you're trading but remember we did our research earlier in the day now we've put the little one to bed if they're older children and they don't go to bed early then well you can still trade right it's funny because um i i spoke to my my little kid this morning Um, and he was getting annoyed because I was working so he said he was like daddy can we play cops and robbers can we play cops and robbers and I said to him look we'll play in a minute I've just got to do some work and then once I've done this work we can play and I kind of felt a bit bad because it's like obviously at his age he can't really understand why i'm not just going yeah whatever man let's just do whatever we whatever we want we'll do whatever we want whenever we want right so he kind of looked at me a bit upset and so i thought you know what i'm actually going to explain it to him because even though he's only four it's amazing what they can they can understand at that age You, you kind of have to explain it really in a basic way but it's amazing what you can get through to children and i said to him look the reason i work is so that we have money and the reason we need money is that so we can have everything, yeah, so that we can have a house, so that we can have a TV for you to watch your YouTube every morning, um, so that we can have all these toys you play with, um, you know, so that we can do your tennis lessons on a Friday and things like that. So all the things that he does. And when I actually started to explain that properly, he, he, he kind of took that on board and understood and he, he stopped pestering about it because he was like, okay, I get that, right? Now, that's amazing that even a four-year-old can understand that. So when, when I get people who tell me that their partners or whatever don't understand it, I always think, and I don't like to put the onus on, on people, but I do want this to be about you. I always think, how are you explaining it to your partner? how are you explaining what you do to your partner, okay, because the thing is with my wife Roz, if I'd said to her, if I'd not really explained Fair Trading to her, if I'd not really talked about why it was so important to me, she wouldn't have understood it and she wouldn't have accepted it as a career choice, right, that's the truth, if I'd never really explained it properly, she wouldn't have understood it, she wouldn't have really accepted it and the big problem with that of course is that You know, these are people you're doing life with. Your family, your you know the people around you, they're the people you're doing life with. And if they don't understand or accept what you do, it's very difficult. But the best way for that to happen, to get them to accept it, is to talk to them about it properly, to explain it. Now, I could explain to Roz the way I explained to Lucas, but talk more about exactly what betfair trading is why it's different to gambling you know that's one of the things I always have to kind of explain um, to people that I meet who who don't really understand what I do Um, because the thing is gambling is is although gambling is technically I guess what it is the problem is gambling as a concept is not understood by by everyday people. They just think of gambling as someone who goes to Vegas, chucks some money on a slot machine or, or a roulette table or picks a horse because they like the color of it. Uh, no skill involved, just, just basically throwing money away. However, what we do is so different. You know, We're analytical, we're looking at statistics. I mean, I'm basically a statistical analyst and that's, that's actually, funny enough, the exact job my sister does for a company. But I do it for myself and I make money, but fair trading and, you know, I love what I do. And and the funny thing is, when I actually fully explained it to Roz and and, and explained it properly and didn't hide anything, I didn't try and, you know, soften anything too much. I just explained exactly what it was. She understood. Right. And after after explaining it a, a couple of times, she started to really get it. And then after a while, I think even if they're not sure to start with, the people in your life do start to understand and do start to get it. Now, where I where I think I went right was that I didn't let it overtake my life. You know, so even when I was working, so I wasn't a full-time trader, you know, I haven't been a full-time trader since I started work, obviously. And even when I was working and doing Betfair trading as sort of a part-time thing in the evenings and mornings, she understood that, okay? But I made sure I still spent time with my family. And I believe this is really possible. So let's say I'm working nine to five. Let's say I get back from work about 6 p.m. Now, that kind of period you have before bed Most people don't go to bed before 10. Most people, I'd say adults, stay up to around 11. That's a five-hour period you've got. You can do a lot of things in five hours, right? Five hours is quite a lot of time. So I always always think that at least a, a handful of days a week, in those five hours, you should be able to do some trading and spend some good quality time with your family because the thing is I think sometimes when I was in that situation what I did was I made sure the time I did spend with her was quality so by that I mean let's say of an evening I've got those five hours let's say I'm going to spend two or three hours with Roz, and I'm going to spend two hours trading two or three hours trading depending on which way I go with the extra hour now If I make those two or three hours really quality time, focus on her, you know, we, we watch TV or something together and I really engage with whatever we're doing, then actually I think she'd prefer to have two or three hours of that than four or five hours of me checking my phone every five minutes, checking my laptop, playing computer games at the same time as talking to her. You know, so... There's quite a big difference, I think, between quality time and just spending time with someone. And I make sure I do that with my son as well. So, you know, quite often, like I say, when he's getting me up at 5am, I will spend some good quality time with him. But I will also make sure that I have some time to work explain that to him but then because of that i make sure that i spend the quality time i have with him as quality time i'm not checking my phone i'm not playing computer games you know i'm spending that time with him i'm playing with him i'm messing about and having a good time okay i think that would solve the issues a lot of traders have when they say i don't have any time because when I say, why don't you have time? A lot of the time, oh, well, I've got family and social things. And it's like, OK, but why don't you make that stuff quality time? Why don't you, why don't you compact that and, and make sure that actually what you're doing is, is worthwhile? And then when you do spend time trading, A, you won't feel bad about it. And B, I don't think the people around you will mind. Because in a way, they're getting a better version of you for that shorter amount of time. Um, and I think that's one of the things I think one of the easiest ways to do that I mentioned the phone and I think just don't be on your phone right when you're with your family and you are spending that couple of hours in the evening or whatever don't be on your phone don't be give them that time because they're giving you the time to go and trade later on or, or before that time so let's take this as an angle as a football trader of an evening. I'm done by with, with Lucas by about seven. The Football kind of tends to start around then. Normally nowadays around seven forty-five, eight PM. Quite a lot of eight PM kickoffs now, aren't there? Even the Champions League. Um, and then I, that gives me the time that I can that I can trade those. You're usually done. Well, you'll be done by 10, but quite often you're done by about half nine with your trades. Because, you know, if you're in and out of the markets, hopefully you've made your profit in the matches uh, before, the, before the end of the game. Um, and even if you're just getting in on a late goal and you're letting the trade run, well, you don't really need to keep monitoring it um, unless you are really thinking of getting out of the trade because you can actually just leave it you know if, if I'm if I enter a trade at 80 minutes hoping for a last minute goal I'm not I'm not just going to bother keep checking it every couple of minutes it's just going to stress me out unless I want to get the money out but a lot of the time it's pointless at that stage you might as well leave it in um, because the amount of late goals scored are unbelievable and the fact is you entered the trade that late on in the game for the late goal so You know, there's a lot of scenarios where actually you'll be done by about half nine and that gives you another hour and a half to 11. If that's when you go to bed to spend some quality time with your loved ones. Um, So, you know, especially a partner, I suppose if you've got young kids, like I say, they'll already be in bed again. So if if you did want to spend a bit more time trading till 10 p.m., you probably could. Right. But that's the thing. So that's kind of how my day can go. So I've got from 7pm, the football start, I'm usually finished my trading by about half nine, maybe 10 at a push, then I've got another hour with my wife, although not particularly at the moment because we've got a young baby and, you know, we quite often like to be in bed by about nine, right? But most people, most adults who are in that situation, they're not going to bed before 10 or 11, I know this, you know, I've got friends and, and most of them stay up um you know i'm always amazed how late some people do stay up every day and still still get up at like six from work in the morning um but yeah and that's a weekday okay so what i've just described to you is, is a typical weekday okay now let's say you go oh yeah but i have to take my kids to after school clubs okay well how many days a week is that is that every day can your partner do some of the days um, probably not every day for most people right you know it might be two or three of the nights but that still gives you a two or three nights to trade and more importantly the weekend now the weekend is i think is a fascinating time as a learning trader because on the one hand you're gonna have activities, you're gonna have social activities that people are gonna to wanna to do. And on the other hand, you've got a you're you're an aspiring trader. You've got a career you want to build to. And finding that balancing act is kind of similar to what I talked about in the evenings. It's it's giving that quality time to people and going, Yeah, if you want to go and do this today, how about I spend some time trading tomorrow? Or yeah, I can do this today. These are the hours I'm free because I've got to do a bit of research in the morning. Then I'm going to be trading between these hours. Let's do something in the hours I'm not working. You know, a lot of people work weekends now and families work around that, right? So trading on weekends is a bit like working on weekends. And I said to Roz, look, you know, a lot of the time, these are the times I'm going to be busy. And, you know, she wasn't particularly happy with that. So what I did was... On my calendar, and I do this now, I wrote down the times I would likely be trading on the weekend um, and then and also the massive important occasions where I wanted to be trading or even if I just wanted to watch a match. Like I, I didn't know I would be trading or not, you know, if Norwich are playing or um, there's a big Champions League game american football is a massive one i put in the calendar all the time because i watch that's my favorite sport and i watch so much american and football nfl and college football i'm obsessed but i write down the games i'm going to watch and and and, you know it's not it's not massive chunks of, of the weekend it's just you know bits here and there and then we go okay well this game's on at three you want to watch that so we can do something before three because I know I can get my work done in the morning. So we could go and do something from like 10 till 2. That's still four hours. You know, and if you're doing something local, that's still, that could be half hour there, half hour. There's still three hours of doing something. There's lots of things you can do in three hours as a family. There's lots of places you can go to. And like I say, even if you just pick one of the two days to trade, if you really want to compromise further, Well, on the second day, you can spend a whole day with your family, you know. And importantly, on that day, don't get your phone out. Don't think about trading. Just take that day off. If that's what you've committed yourself to do, just take that day off. Um, And like I say, this is for people that have family. Some of you guys will be sitting there thinking, well, I don't even have that. You You know, I don't even have that situation. Well, then you can choose what you do, right? But you can still be sociable. You can still you don't have to miss out on things. I don't really feel like I've had to miss out on anything in the last few years from being a pro trader. And I feel like it's because I've managed my time so well. I've managed to compromise with the people around me so that and and compromise, by the way, doesn't mean that your needs are met. It doesn't mean that. It means that both people's needs are met. So whoever you're compromising with, once their needs are met, you can you can still do what you want to do. It's just it's just slotting that stuff around each other and slotting that stuff into place. And, you know, it's it, I really do believe it. You know, in, in most cases, it's doable. Now, I understand that if you've got, and I've mentioned this before, if you've got crazy hours, you know, maybe if you work one of these mental nhs jobs that you know thank god for these people but i do feel for them because you know the amount of hours they work the stress and tiredness and things i get that you might not be able to trade and you might not feel like trading but i think for most people if we really want to do it we can find a way okay and i think sometimes you have to be proactive in that you know, if you want to get time, you have to find it. You have to be proactive because time isn't going to find you. If you're a, and I'm quite a, a procrastinator, believe it or not. I'm, I'm very good at procrastinating, you know, and you wouldn't believe it because of the fact that I've managed to structure this stuff in. But that's the reason I structure these kind of time planning schedules in. Because I know what I'm like. I know I'm a procrastinator. I know that I will waste the hours of a day if I don't have a plan. So that's what I urge you guys to do. You know, if you're serious, if you really want to be a trader and you're going, I've got no time. Listen to this podcast and look at what I've said. Look at my plan of my day. Um, And I've kind of ignored the fact I'm a pro trader. So, you know, I've even imagined I've got a nine to five job. And I've still managed to fit trading in quite easily. And remember, when you're learning the game, you don't have to do full time hours. I think, I think this is what people get hung up on. They think, oh, well, you know, I want to learn it. I've got to do full time out. No, you don't. No, you don't. A couple of hours a day. Um, on the weekdays, maybe three or four hours a day on a weekend day. Um, that's plenty. If you're doing 18 hours a week, I mean, that's actually probably more than, I think you could do 10 hours a week and you'd still learn a hell of a lot. And I think in a year that's 500 hours, maybe a couple of years, you might be ready to be a pro uh, because you've done a thousand hours of trading and you've learned the game inside out in a thousand. That's what a lot of people think it takes to master something, right? A thousand hours. Well, if you do 18 hours a week, you're pretty much at a thousand hours in a year. Right. And we always say it will take one to two years. You know, this is a career path. It's a career choice. Um, It's not a quick fix, get rich quick scheme. Those don't those aren't good. Those don't solve anything, Um, you know. And also a lot of the time they're just nonsense. Right. This is all about having realistic goals, realistic aims. And one of those goals and aims is to give yourself a little bit of time to trade. You don't have to be excessive with it. And I think I've set out quite a clear path so that most of you, and I, I do accept not everyone will be able to have the time. But most of you do have that time. And if you really want to find that time, you can. Do you know what? When I was working, when I was when I was working and I was learning to trade, I didn't watch a ton of TV. You know, and the sport aside, of course, because that was part of, of the learning. But I mean things like box sets. And I didn't watch loads of that. So I watched a little bit. But I didn't watch it all the time. I didn't play computer games all day. You know, maybe I, maybe if, if I did play them, it would be like an hour before bed or an hour when I woke up. You know, before I had kids, because obviously when I wake up now, I can't do anything <laughs> other than get up because I'm being quickly rushed downstairs for some reason it's uh it's an emergency and uh you know my little lad heaven forbid he actually just went downstairs and played by himself for a bit but anyway um i think i've set out a pretty clear path there and, and a reason why time doesn't have to be a roadblock to you becoming the trader you want to become okay guys I hope you've enjoyed this podcast I'll be back again next week with another one really try and take this stuff in you know if you've made notes use those notes or just try and think about what you remember from this podcast and apply it to you I'm I'm only interested in you because I've talked about me but what I'm really interested in in is you and what you should really be interested in is you so Try and apply some of this stuff to your situation and just see if it can really help you because I believe it can. All right, guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for your support. I love the feedback you give. You're all great. I can't believe how many of you listen to this podcast. It's such a niche you know, thing being a Betfair trader, but it's amazing the support and love we get. So thank you, guys, and I'll speak again next week.